0: Welcome back to another Filmed Out Podcast review. Universal has unleashed the historical World War II drama based on Robert Oppenheimer. Is this the movie to watch? Or is Barbie the better choice? Let's find out on this review. Welcome back to another episode of the Filmed Out Podcast. Today we are reviewing... Yes, we are reviewing Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is a movie directed by Chris, yours truly, Christopher Nolan, who is probably—I don't know, maybe top ten directors right now in Hollywood. He is just very skilled at what he does, and he's got—he's got way more positive movies than negative. I'll tell you that right now. This movie stars Cillian Murphy as Robert Oppenheimer. This movie is a biopic of him, and his life and his trajectory that led him to the creation of the nuclear bomb that was ultimately used in to bomb Japan not once but twice the movie revolves around him it's not so much about the bomb I'm just gonna say that right now so it stars Cillian Murphy we also have Robert Donnie Jr. who plays Louis Louis Strauss which is which at times is his foil his uh the villain to Robert Oppenheimer. And uh we also have Emily Blunt as Kitty Oppenheimer, we have Matt Damon as Leslie Groves, and we also have Rami Malek, Jack Quaid, Tom Conti as Einstein. Josh Hartnett is back, Kenneth Branagh, and we also have Casey Affleck, Jason Clarke, and Dane Deham, and let's not forget Lawrence Pugh. this cast is stacked, and a lot some of these actors maybe get like a minute or two of screen time, but the fact that he's able to just gather these actors for a movie, it just speaks to his skill and maybe um how good of a person maybe he is right to be to have these actors want to be in someone's movie not care how long they're in it pretty crazy for me so did I like it this is top tier Christopher Nolan maybe top three movies for me I really like this movie so that being said let's get down to the evaluation and find out what worked and what didn't So let's get down to the filmed out evaluations. So let's start with the positives as we always do. So what worked in this movie? First things first, it's the story. It's a biopic. The cool part about this movie is that we're watching it in layers, but every layer of this movie is a different time in Oppenheimer's life. There's one timeline where it's the beginning of his life. There's another timeline where he's in the Manhattan Project. There's a timeline after. There's there's even like a court drama timeline. And let me tell you, it works to its benefit. I think if he would have played this straightforward, like uh, linear, um, it would not work. It might even be boring, I think. I think he really took what he did in Interstellar and Memento and just brought that together to bring a really um, cohesive story that is non-linear and it just worked. I loved it. It just, it, it kept me invested because each portion of his life was significant to the other. So cinematography and visuals. Wow. It is another layer in this movie. Uh, At the beginning, you know, we learn about his wonder of the stars, his visions, his stress, and we kind of see it. We see his kind of pain, his theory, his wonder, and there's no CGI in this movie. It's all practical, so you got to understand, like, the scope that he's able to bring, right? He's not really building these bombs, really doing shooting these explosions. I mean, maybe he is to a certain extent, but the fact that he's able to bring this size and sequence like the way he did was so skilled. There's shots of New Mexico, there's shots of of even like facial shots. He makes you he makes these shots Seem like certain characters are going through a lot of pain. And like sometimes he'll stick to a facial shot a little more and it lets the actor act. And it's just really good. Like even the visual of the testing of the bomb was, there's an awe to it, but there's also this fear that comes with it as well. It's just so well done. Another positive was the writing, it's sharp. It's complex and honestly, they feel like real characters. I'm this is like really good writing. Robert Donnie Jr. feels like a villain, but not really, right? He's claiming that Oppenheimer was this and that. So he's Christopher Nolan has created these characters and brought them to life and made us stand in this gray area, right? We're not sure where everything kind of stands. But he does it in a way that makes us feel compassionate. You know, he doesn't overwrite doesn't over dialogue. He lets the actors do their thing, accompanied by great writing. Another positive for me is the characters which is kind of goes with the writing. The characters are huge to the story. Oppenheimer is both tragic. um, And at the same time, he's a womanizer. And at the same time, he's a genius. And at the same time, he's kind of charming in a way, especially in the beginning where they show him kind of teaching class. And you're like, man, I want to be in his class. He's like, teaches with this energy and this kind of, he teaches theory and it's just really cool and last but not least the last positive is the sound music plays a role in this movie but the explosions the sound I saw this in IMAX it shook my hair it made me my skin kind of vibrate it is so intense the sound takes the center stage. There's this kind of foot sound, kind of like uh, in a concert where people are sitting, where they start to kind of uh, hit their feet on the ground and this repeated kind of sound. And it's really kind of eerie and stressful. It's really good. The sound is it's just as good as, uh, I want to say, interstellar sound. But maybe even better because man, that IMAX sound took it to the next level. I really recommend this movie in IMAX. So there are the positives for Oppenheimer. Let's take a look at the negatives. And of course, let's get down to the film data evaluations. The negatives, not a whole lot here, unfortunately. There is a little bit. Number one, the complexity. At times, it can be hard to follow. Um, It could have been a little tighter in that sense. There are so many actors in this movie, and I found myself, maybe it's because I watch a lot of movies, but I found myself distracted when I'm like, oh my god, it's Casey Affleck, man. I thought that guy got the boot from Hollywood or We're watching uh, Emily Blunt's acting; that's so good. And then we want, then all of a sudden we see Florence Pugh in the back. We're like, "What?" And in another shot, uh, you know, I'm squinting. I was like, "Is that Josh Hartnett?" And then all of a sudden, I'm not paying too much attention to the dialogue, and I get lost. So, I do think it could have been a little tighter. At times, it just felt we were jumping around, and that kind of lost me at times because there are a lot of names that get said and and i couldn't follow it at times uh unfortunately i'm familiar with the kind of the story but even with the names i'm like whoa 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 who is that guy again and then you see him you're like of course of course and then they talk about another name but that is my only negative for this movie is just the complexity and the amount that is stuffed in there, which can be a turnoff for some, but ultimately it's not the big negative for me. That being said, let's get down to the verdict. Okay, so let's get the official filmed out verdict. After watching this movie in IMAX, feeling the sound, Uh, feeling the pain of the characters understanding the wonder and the fear and Christopher Nolan really brings it I am going to give it my top rating go spend your money for this movie it has the stamp of approval officially this is a movie you should watch I completely recommend I just Love the actors in this movie. I love that the actors came just to do one or two shots. It just speaks volumes about Christopher Nolan and the quality of this movie. The story's good. It's complex. It makes you wonder. It makes you fear about the power that people can have. And that about does it for this review. Please stay tuned. I have a little bit of updates for you let's find out what barbie and oppenheimer did this weekend and there is my film that review of oppenheimer so quick updates box office mojo has barbie at 330 million dollars in just a couple days oppenheimer 175 million dollars in just a couple days that is tons of money if you were to pick one I would pick Oppenheimer it's a sharper movie it's complex and it makes you think that being said Barbie is still a great movie it's smart it's really witty uh, really snappy and either way you pick any of these two movies or watch both and you're gonna win these are fresh ideas in Hollywood And they're not franchise movies. These are just independent ideas that have high quality. Audience scores are high. Uh, Reviews are very high. These are both great movies that I really recommend you go watch. That being said, stay tuned for a Haunted Mansion review. I believe that's coming out this week. I'll double check. Either way, I will be doing a Netflix movie uh, review. I believe it's Daycloned. Tyrone if i'm correct i might be wrong either way thank you for listening thank you to my international friends over there in romania thank you for listening this is the film Vault podcast please be yourself and i will see you soon